Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. One of the things that affects all of us that we need to account for, hopefully, is health insurance. And I'm excited today. I'm going to be joined by a good friend, uh, a local business owner that helps with just that. How do we navigate health insurance? How do we navigate Medicare and supplements when those things come into play? And I'm glad he's here to talk with us because it's so complicated. I need somebody that I can turn to and ask. So welcome to the show, Kevin. Bo, thanks for having me. Appreciate well, it. Well, tell me a little bit about just your journey to from starting in, in health insurance and MTD benefits, which I know is your business today. Uh, did you grow up, little Kevin? Running around at six or seven saying, I want to do health insurance benefits? No, not at all. Okay. I was a sports junkie, so I played everything sports related from football to baseball, anything you could think of. That's how I grew up. And then later on in life, I always call it my previous work life. I worked for Circuit City for 10 years wow. and was a manager, a retail manager with them for 10 years and enjoyed that life. And Met my wife and decided that it was time to not work the retail hours and to find another career. Um, so through a process of a couple of years of searching, I got into uh, insurance and started, basically that was about 17 years ago now, I've been in health insurance. And I've worked everywhere from directly with carriers like Humana mm -hmm. to Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, even the, the Duck, Aflac, different carriers like that I've worked directly for. Um, and what I found with all of them was <clears throat> I saw a need where you are trying to find someone the perfect plan for them, the perfect that meets their needs and their wants. And to do that, you need to have availability to all carriers. One carrier doesn't have every plan, obviously. So I've had a dream to open up my own agency where we would be a broker, which is working with multiple carriers. And this way we could tailor fit and make sure we met the needs and the wants of people more directly and be able to get the perfect plan for them. And that's where MTD benefits was created. So MTD benefits. So, well, I like your analogy. So, so it's like Humana is not the fit for everybody necessarily, or right. this company or that. It's like they're tools. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a different situation. That's with, with the financial planning work I do. That's what's always fascinating to me is there's not really rules of thumb. It's it's everybody's got different variables and there's different things that fit. And that's what I always appreciate about you and why I send clients to you because I know you'll help people and tell them what they need or don't need and not try to push something. Right. Absolutely. Um, in health insurance, we say that all the time. There's no perfect fit. Uh, what works for one person doesn't work for the next. Uh, there's no like box that everybody fits in like everybody who's 30 years old and single doesn't fit in this one box right. what based on your needs and what things you have going on in your life might alter what plan or program that's best for you so absolutely I'm Bo Henderson here with Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits. We're talking health insurance and learning a little more about Kevin. So with that being said Kevin, tell us a little bit about so so sports junkie what would you say was your other favorite thing? Any hobbies? I always hate when I get asked this question because I say podcasting, and that's really work. But any other hobbies? Um, my, fa my family is one of my hobbies now. I've got three daughters, so you know, it takes up a lot of my time. 
So uh, four women. Yeah, four women. Yeah. Keep my they keep me busy. That's for sure. Uh, it, but sports has always been a big hobby of mine. Just whether it be watching them now as opposed to playing them, and um, just an avid sports junkie for sure. And for <clears> those <throat> listening that might be, I know your wife Brooke is a, a little bit of a baseball fan uh, just a tiny bit yes okay and or t- the race yeah tampa bay rays okay so if there's mm-hmm. any rays fans we got we got somebody to connect you with here <laughs> yeah, absolutely well, well no that's exciting uh, so so tell me a little bit so there's um there's just so much going on it seems like i can remember a day before i started my business well i guess it was a long time ago now over 20 years ago uh when it seemed like you go you had a job and they took a really small fee out, and you had insurance, and it paid for like almost all of your healthcare expenses. And it's just not that way anymore. What's changed? How, what happened there? <clears throat> well, lots of things have happened. Um, a big portion of our country is, you know, the the slang or, or trendy word right now is gig work. You know, that's what you hear a lot is gig work. But <clears throat> more and more of our country essentially is not a W-2 employee anymore, mm-hmm. which means they don't, they're not employed by a business that offers benefits. A lot of them are working, um, even nurses say, it could be at the hospital, but they could be working with what is called PRN, which means they mm-hmm. are not necessarily employed. They're a 1099, which means they have to provide their own benefits for themselves. So, you know, numbers are saying that we currently are close to 50% of our country is is working in that type of environment. So that's one thing. The other thing is insurance, as you know, it has all changed. Um, back in 2010, March of 2010, uh, the administration at that time passed a law called the Affordable Care Act Law. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's nicknamed lots of different things. But for this sake of this show right now, we'll just call it the Affordable Care Act Law. Love it, hate it, doesn't matter. It's the law of the land. <laughs> Um, and that's been adjusted through the years, but it came full into effect in 2014. And there's some major pieces in it that are important. One of those major pieces is it covers pre-existing conditions. So if someone had cancer, heart attack, stroke, major things, you know, you need to make sure those are going to be covered for you. And those things are guaranteed to be covered for you on an ACA plan or Affordable Care Act plan, nicknamed ACA. Um and that kind of changed the landscape. It went from plans being mostly oh. underwritten to now they're not underwritten. Everybody's guaranteed to get coverage. It also changed the landscape and pricing and other things. So there's a lot of things that happened. There's a lot of things that's happened since 2014 as well. So it's just kind of, it, it's really shaped it. And that's where a lot of the times we have to ask questions like, what's your income and different things like that that we never asked before. Well, that makes a lot of sense uh, when you explain it that, okay, so it seems like the deductibles are bigger, the coverage is less, but if we're covering people that already predispo- predisposed to things, mm-hmm. the pricing has to change. Right. Okay, so it, so it kind of spread out. Yeah. Okay. Well, what are, are you seeing scenarios, Kevin, where um, people are figuring this out? Are you are you still seeing a large percentage just saying, "Hey, I'm just not going to be covered"? Yeah. Uh, well, actually, it's kind of interesting what we find. We find that more and more are trying to. Well, the pandemic honestly has pushed a lot of people to look for health coverage. Mm. So um, this past year, we were quite busy because a lot of people that weren't covered said, you know what, I can't go uncovered with uncertainties going on, so I need to get coverage. Um, And then from there, what we see is a lot of people don't realize um, in the Affordable Care Act, there's what's called tax credits. 
and tax credits help pay for the plan. And there's different ways to qualify for that. It's income-based, family size, different factors. But a lot of people that currently qualify for a tax credit don't even know that they do oh. and that the coverage may be a lot more affordable than they think it is. So that's what we find is they just go uncovered because they think they can't afford it without even looking into it. Okay. So there's people out there that are choosing to go uncovered that might be in a p- position to where most of it could be paid for, a good piece of it. Correct. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, what is the biggest shift you're seeing? Well, I know I know it's there's some seasonal things. What are your mm-hmm. big, when, when, the times I can't get you on the phone? What's going on there? <laughs> um, usually that's the fourth quarter of the year. Okay. And that's called open enrollment, basically. So you have uh, the fourth quarter of the year kind of presses everything together. So you take your small businesses that offer group benefits, and a lot of them renew at the first of the year. Mm-hmm. Then you take the annual enrollment period, which is Medicare's essentially open enrollment, but it's called annual enrollment period. That happens from October 15th through December 7th. And then you have the ACA or Affordable Care Act Marketplace open enrollment, which is November 1st through December 15th. It's all compiled in that one quarter of time frame. So it's like your tax season for, Pretty for much. an accountant. Wow. Pretty much. Well, I'm Bo Henderson talking to Kevin Heath with MTD Benefits. We're talking about insurance. A lot of things we need to know. Now, last year, a lot of things happened, obviously, 2020. And one of the things I was talking about recently, Kevin, was um, the CARES Act and and what's happening this year as a result of that. And what I want to ask you when we come back from the break is what's changing or what's new that we need to know about or what's come up for 2021 in your world. We'll get to that and a whole lot more right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. that's come up with 2020 and the pandemic, a lot of legislation has passed. For me in the retirement planning world, the CARES Act has had a a big impact on things we need to know and rules we need to know for 2021, such as paying taxes on those uh, distributions from 401k plans that were allowed early. Uh, You know, RMDs weren't required last year. They're going to be required again this year. And then there were stimulus checks. There's a lot of things in there that happened last year that we need to make sure we know this year because it's more complicated than ever. Yeah. I'm Bo Henderson, here to talk about that with Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. So, Kevin, what are you seeing in the health insurance side that's come about because of some of the things that happened last year? So, um, actually, as of most recently, last Thursday, we had another legislation signed by the president. And that one was to, you know, what most people know it as is it was to give more stimulus money, right? Everybody's looking for those checks to come into their bank account now that was the $1,400 check. So that's what everybody really relates to. But also embedded in that bill was other things like vaccination um, to get more vaccines out to the people that need and want that and better distribution and many other things. But one of the things when it comes to health insurance, and I always joke, I'm like, you may not realize it, but health insurance was in there too. Um, one of the things in that recent legislation is the expansion of tax credit. Okay. So currently, and to kind of explain that a little bit, a tax credit is just that. It's a 
tax credit for your health insurance. In previous years, you know, you were able to buy an electric car and get a tax credit when you filed your taxes or an energy efficient appliance, let's say, and get a tax credit when you filed your taxes. Just like that, they have tax credits for health insurance. The only difference is, is you don't have to wait till you file your taxes to get it. It's called a prepaid tax credit. So they actually prepay it every month to the insurance carrier to help you pay your monthly premium. Okay. So, so it would lower your premium, essentially. So you're not paying getting reimbursed, essentially. Right. Okay, right. great. So at the end of the year, you do have to reconcile. So you don't. there's not cheating the system here. You can't say, hey, I only make $15,000 and make fifty without when you file your taxes, you're going to have to pay back any tax credit that was overpaid on your behalf. Okay. But at the same time, if you made less than what you estimated, you would get more back. But in this, every it matters based on household size. So let's take an example of a single person right now. As it stands before this legislation, you could make up to $50,000 a year and still qualify for a tax credit. We called that the cliff. And the reason we called it a cliff is, depending on the age and premiums of that person, you could still get a sizable tax credit at $50,000. But then if you made a dollar more, you fall off of that cliff and you don't get any tax credit. Uh, so it goes from a good amount to zero. What they did in this legislation is they actually eliminated the cliff, essentially. So once you breach that amount that used to be the cliff, let's say $50,000 for round numbers, and you go over that, then you can't pay more than 8.5% of your annual income in health insurance is how they equate it. Okay. There's going to reach a point where, you know, a single person making one hundred fifty or $200,000 a year may not qualify for a tax credit. Now, if that's a family, it's a totally different scenario. We've ran some samples on this, and we're seeing where a family of four making $200,000 a year are still qualifying for a tax credit. Wow. I mean, that's how substantial this new legislation is. Say it again, is. a family for making $200,000 a year a Good. is still okay. making a tax, is yeah. still receiving a tax credit. Okay. And create, it's a sliding scale. It may be less than if you made 150 or so on and so forth. Not only that, but everybody who gets a tax credit right now, they're going to increase their tax credit. And this all starts April 1st. So April 1st, we've got to go back and contact all our clients that currently have a tax credit and let them know we need to rerun your eligibility, redo this, because your premium should drop because you have a higher tax credit eligibility now. They basically went across the board and they wanted to make it higher. Now, they retroacted this back to January 1st. Okay. But when they retroact back, that's going to happen when you file your taxes because there's a period of time that they have to make it enabled in the computer system and make those adjustments so that you can actually go in and get it physically, see it right now. That's what April 1st is where we can actually go in and make those changes. But then they'll retroact back to the first of the year. So you'll get a little bit more money back at the end of the year when you file your taxes. And it's going to continue on through 2022. And they're looking to pass more legislation to continue on ongoing. But in this bill, it was for 2021 and 2022 for sure. And do you see this extra money, some of this that's coming back or, or the extra credit helping as far as stimulating? Uh, hey, maybe there's an extra little bit of money to spend. I mean, that's what I'm getting when I talk about stimulus. You know, sometimes I, I say, you know, it concerns me. I feel like I'm getting $1,000 with the deal to pay back $10,000 in the future. Right. But also, I also had some people very sincere say, hey, we need this to stimulate the economy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think this is going to help. 
and that's what the the idea of this was was to help the strengthen the Affordable Care Act. There were some years in the beginning that were pretty ugly, for lack of a better word, where we had carriers leaving a lot of car- a lot of places here in Georgia. We only had one carrier per county. Um, we're now back strengthened even before this legislation, where we're back to four carriers, three or four carriers in almost every county that you go to. Um, so that's the first thing is it's gotten a lot stronger. The premiums have leveled off and have actually come down over the last couple of years. Um, and then now you add this to it and that should create more desire to be in it. They, their drive is to make sure people are covered. Well, we're talking to Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits. We're talking tax credits, stimulus, all the exciting stuff you want to know about. (laughs) But really, if you have a question about this, whether it comes from insurance, the tax credits, understanding these things, you need to talk to somebody who specializes in this area. It's very um, detailed, and there's a lot of moving parts, and and it could even be Medicare, because we we send a lot of clients to Kevin to talk to about Medicare. Uh, Call Kevin. Kevin, how how could they reach out to you if they say, hey, you know what, that's coming up, or I've got a transition? You know, uh, Tabitha, my significant other, she is transitioning from one employer to the other. That's Mm -hmm. a transition. So, you know, why don't we name those? What are some of the biggest transitions? transitions you see where people need to address this yeah maybe paint a picture probably the number one one is leaving an employer okay that's probably the biggest one where someone leaves an employer and says you know i'm i'm like that was the you know she's leaving a job and she had benefits and she's losing those benefits so that's now a time where she needs to shop for a new plan and get some coverage because maybe her new employer doesn't offer benefits or maybe they do, but she has a 90-day window between that time frame that where she has benefits. Um, another, <clears throat> I'd say the second greatest point is, and you deal with this every day, Bo, but it's people who are looking to retire mm-hmm. and they're scared because they're like, how do I get from, I'm 62 and how do I get health coverage till I'm 65 and eligible for Medicare? And we get a lot of those calls that are just really, I call them investigation calls because they really are just trying to investigate and see if it's possible for them to retire when it comes to the healthcare piece. Well, I love to hear that people are calling because sometimes I see people retire and then they're like, wow, this, this coverage that I'm having to put in place is a mortgage payment. Right. right. And, and mm-hmm. I can't, I don't know if I could afford it. And, they, and there's a lot of second guessing that I make. So I love the fact that you're hearing people on the front end checking it out and yeah. seeing because I've seen some that, you know, they're, well, uh, I don't know. I mean, $1,000 plus to get coverage. Yeah. It can be up there. Yeah. But again, back to this legislation, that's one of the ones we're seeing help the most. Okay. Good. Are those folks that want to retire before 65. Yeah. Okay. And, and because, again, it's tax credits are based off of how much a plan costs compared to how much you're bringing in an income. And we used to run in a scenario all the time. You have a husband and wife, and they want to both retire. The husband's eligible for Medicare, let's say in this example, and the wife's not. The wife's 60 or 62, but they still both want to retire. Mm. And the husband's got an avenue to go to Medicare, but now he's got to figure out what he's going to do for his wife, because if he retires from his job, he lo- she loses her benefits. And we're, uh, we're at a point where you know, and let's say their income seventy thousand dollars. Well, they didn't qualify for tax credit before, just barely. All right. And they were in, stuck with this, like you say, a thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar premium. And now they have an avenue to have that much less. Becomes significant. Well, we're talking about health insurance. We're getting into Medicare. I do want to talk a little more about that later in the show. We're here with Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits. I'm Bo Henderson. You're listening to the Voice of Local Business, North Georgia Business Radio X. We'll be right back. 
we started talking about one of the most important transitions and one with some of the most important decisions we'll make. That's the transition into retirement. And that's conversations I have every day. I'm Bo Henderson here with Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X. So, Kevin, we've been talking and we started that conversation about that transition of working life where a lot of times the employer has that health insurance available or covered to Medicare. Now, we, we made it, we kind of simplified it in the last segment saying, okay, you get to 65, you start Medicare, but there's a lot more moving pieces than that. So let's talk about that a little bit. Absolutely. Um, at MTD Benefits, we don't only specialize in individual health plans, but we specialize in Medicare as well. And I think that's important because of the fact that in the last, uh, we were just talking about that so many times, People aren't both the same age in a, in a marriage, meaning they're not right. both just 65, turning 65 at the same time. One turns 65 and maybe one's 62 or 60 or whatever it may be. Every dynamic's different, but and it's important to be able to take care of and guide those folks through the process for both because it's a, it's a very important piece. But on the Medicare side, um, I always joke, and it's really not a joke, but I always say it's so funny that as we age – and we get older, and we all we all joke when we get older that our mind slips, right? And like we don't remember things as much as we used to, but yet we make the coverage for health so confusing, complicated as we get older. So Medicare is a very confusing thing, and we spend countless hours and time every year recertifying, relearning, just making sure we stay up with all the changes because uh, it does change every year as well. So we, we make sure we're on the forefront of that and help people and we guide them. And I always tell people, my first meeting with someone that's eligible for Medicare or thinking about Medicare is about an hour long. And we never talk about really any particular specific plan at that point. It's literally just educating them about Medicare. Because like when you build a house, you can't have a house without a proper foundation. If you don't have a proper foundation in your house, your house will fall down the hill here in Georgia or sink in Florida or different things. So we call it the foundations of Medicare because you got to understand what Medicare itself does and covers before you can ever look at anything else. And I think we should break that down because I know there's a lot of confusion about, okay, I know Medicare is available at 65. I know there's a part I have to have. I know there's some parts that maybe I need or are supposed to have. Let's break that down. Sure. So the most common questions you get, let's look at it from an angle of common questions that I get coming in. Perfect. Because that's a, it's a great way to look at it. So most common questions I get is, I'm still working. Do I have to apply for Medicare? Simple answer is no. But Medicare would like you to still apply for Part A. Part A is the hospital part of Medicare. It's the part that we've paid into into our payroll taxes for years. As long as you paid in for 10 years, which equates out to 40 quarters is what Medicare calls it, then you have paid for that Part A, and it's free of charge. So I always tell people, there's no reason not to get to Part A, even if you're still working. It doesn't cost you anything additional. And if guess what? If you're admitted to the hospital, it works as a secondary insurance to your group policy. So because of that, in most cases, I'll say, but because of that, it will allow you to have additional coverage to pick up some of those costs in the hospital if you have a deductible and out of pocket. So that's one of the main questions we get is, is just, do I need to get it both or not at all or whatever? So we advise people to get the part A, but not the part B. Part B is 
everything outside the hospital, doctor's visits, um, MRIs, CAT scans, x-rays, lab work, preventative care, even things done at the hospital but done as an outpatient, outpatient surgeries, those are all under Part B. So, so let me back up. So Part A is recommended if they're still employed. Yeah. Got it. Yep. So Part B is needed if you're leaving your employer or losing coverage or don't have coverage. Okay, so if you turn in 65 and you have nothing or you're leaving your work and won't have coverage, then you need to apply for Part A and for Part B. Part B is paid for partially through payroll taxes that you paid in through the years. And the other part is a premium you pay monthly. That's currently in 2021. It's 148.50 is the standard premium. There are higher premiums for people who make more money. Um, but 148.50 is what most people pay. Okay. And that's why a lot of people who continue to work decide, I don't need to pay that additional money for Part B if I'm going to work and have my coverage through work. And they opt out of Part B. But the mistake some people will make is they'll opt out of Part B and they actually need it. So that's, that's why it's good to talk to somebody and make sure and everything else before you do it. And, and tell me if I'm thinking right, because this is what I do. Maybe you don't like this. I send all of our clients to Kevin when they're 64 and a half years old. I say, uh, we're going to put it on your file. When you get about six months out, we're going to set an appointment with Kevin so that he can he can look at your situation and he can go over it and just make sure you know what you need to look at, what the options are, what to do, what not to do. Is that about right? Or It sounds great. That's okay. a, we actually love that. And the reason we say that is because... Not just because they come from you, Bo, but uh, because they actually um, it enables us to educate them ahead of time. Worst thing we can do is for them to make a mistake and then have to go back and try to help them correct that mistake. Undo it. Right. It's much easier for them to be educated from day one and have a plan in place than it is to go in it later. So, well, let's, so we talked a little bit. So we got A and B. Do you want to get into any of the alphabet beyond that? <laughs> we can. Okay. We can. Um, so let's- again, Or the main one. I mean, right. it's up to you. Let's say on the same question front, another question I get or I hear a lot, a statement even, is, well, I'm covered through work, but I was told that if I don't get a prescription drug plan, I'm going to be penalized. Mm-hmm. I've heard Prescription that. drug plans are part D okay. for a drug. Um, part D is a privatized part of Medicare. Privatized means private insurance companies contract with Medicare to administer those benefits that Medicare sets, but you you are not automatically enrolled in Part D, so you have to go out and shop those and enroll in one. Here's the simple answer to what we just said, though. If you're working currently right now and have credible coverage with prescription drug coverage, you don't have to get Part D. Hmm. You only have to get Part D if you don't have any drug coverage. And then you have to get Part D so that you make sure you're not penalized because you will be penalized if you don't have any drug coverage at all. Okay. And then you try to get it later? Correct. There's a, there's a penalty there? Yes. Well, one thing with that, and this I've heard from a lot of our clients too, when it comes to the Part D specifically, I see people saying, I can't believe it. I set this up several years ago and I just realized it was three times as much or twice as much as this other one that had the same. So all that, what I'm saying is, is that one of the, the coverages you should check? Frequently? Yes. Okay. So we mentioned earlier in the show about the annual enrollment period in the fourth quarter of the year being so busy. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why. Okay. Uh, prescription drug, prescription drug plans are that time of year. And I tell everybody, if you don't use myself, Kevin, and MTD benefits, it's okay. But make sure you shop your drug plan 
every year. Because what happens is, is every plan has what's called a formulary. And really, for those people that don't know what that is, it's just a list of your drugs and how they're covered by the plan. So if I take a certain drug one year, it may be tiered as a tier uh-huh. two out of five and cost me a certain amount in 2020. But then without me knowing the next year, they move it to a tier three because I didn't shop my plan. And now I'm paying a lot more for that drug. So if I didn't shop the plans, then I wouldn't know that there's a better drug out there. But or the other factor is maybe I like Kroger or CVS better or Publix better, or it doesn't matter. You can pick the pharmacy you like the best. And the drug plans have preferred pricing at some pharmacies over others. So maybe you being with one plan is going to be better for you if you like Publix than if you liked Kroger and so on and so forth. So it, all this factors in. It's the questions we ask every year and the, what we shop for every year. For so it's, it's not just the plan. It's the medicines you take might dictate this plan over that plan. Correct. And if you have new medicines, it might dictate a new plan makes better sense. Correct. Okay. I'm getting there. Yeah. Well, let's talk more. Uh, we're just peeling back the, the layers of the onion on this one. We'll talk more about Medicare when we can't come back. There's, there's a whole lot to know. We could probably do a, a yearly show on this every week, right? To cover all the, the deals. Well, we're talking to Kevin Heath with MTD benefits. I'm Bo Henderson. You're listening to the voice of local business. North Georgia Business Radio X. We'll be right back. more today than you thought you ever wanted to know about health insurance, Medicare, Medicare supplements, Medicare Part D, the drug coverage. We're talking to Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits. I'm Bo Henderson here at North Georgia Business Radio X. So Kevin, we wrapped up talking about Part D, the drug coverage. And you mentioned one of the frequently asked questions you get is that idea of a penalty if you don't have drug coverage and you don't apply for Part D. So is that it? Is there a penalty? I believe you said there was. And if so, what is that? Correct. So if you don't have a Part D drug plan, nor a, another health care plan that includes credible drug coverage is how they word it. Um, and if you don't have some sort of drug coverage like that, either considered credible by Medicare standards or a Part D plan, you are, you are penalized 1% per month for every month you don't have a drug plan for as long as you live. It doesn't ever go away. So, for instance, let's say uh, this is another common thing that comes up a lot is, hey, I'm actually healthy. I'm turning 65. I'm healthy. I don't think I need this drug stuff because I don't take any medications. We'll usually advise people like that. We'll say, we understand. And I'm, I'm so thankful that you're healthy. But you might be better off paying the least premium possible for a drug plan. Number one, penalty. Yeah. Number one, to make sure just in case you get put on a medication, you have some coverage. And number two, if you this helps you avoid the penalty later, because let's say you went three years, that's 36 percent. And it's of a national average premium, which is not the lowest premium you can find. That's national average usually ranges between 33 and $35. It changes. Medicare puts that out. but And that's 36% of that premium that you have to pay additional every single month the rest of your life. So that that's the range of an average Part D cost? 
Current right now, yes. Okay, okay. So that that gives you an idea. So yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. I mean, does it cap out? I mean, can you get to mm-hmm. where 100 percent of it's okay? It never ends. Okay, so you could be you could almost be negative. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Okay, so part D. So there is a penalty, yes. and and it makes sense now that you explain that. Even if you don't think you need or have prescriptions, it might cost you more in the long run to not get that coverage. Right. Okay, and that starts as soon as you do not have credible drug coverage through Correct. employer. Okay. Good. So we wrap that up. Anything we want to do with wrapping up the part D conversation? Well, it is important because some people are, are real sticklers about, I don't want to pay for a part D plan if I don't take any drugs. Mm-hmm. So another thing we can look at or advise people on is there is part C of Medicare and part C of Medicare. A lot of people don't realize, but if you take part A, part B and part D and combine them all together, you have part C, which is called Medicare Advantage. Okay. Medicare Advantage is, again, a contracted plan with Medicare. It's where carriers, again, like your major insurance carriers out there, it doesn't matter, you can name them all, uh, but a lot of them contract with Medicare and offer those plans. These plans, you then are in a plan that is, you're not using Medicare, per se, but to get the plan. Because when you go to the doctor, you don't show your Medicare card now, you show your Medicare Advantage card, but they'll include per- things like prescription drug coverage a lot of times, and they can have premiums as low as $0 per month, so it's a very attractive thing to people. But you also have to be careful. It's not always, even though it's attractive, doesn't always mean it's a perfect fit for somebody. So it's important to look at that. But you'll hear, because a lot of people talk about all the beautiful things of an Advantage plan, which is it includes dental, it includes vision, and uh, includes drug coverage, and it doesn't cost me anything per month. Well, we like to talk about pain points as well to tell them, okay, yeah, it doesn't cost you anything per month, but if you have this done, how much is that going to cost you compared to this option over here of a supplement or different things? So it's important to look at all that. You know, in the world I, I live in, Kevin, we're constantly modeling. And when we model a scenario for retirement, it's basically us comparing option A or scenario A to B to C. And that sounds like that's what you're doing for this this coverage here is, okay, advantage might be an option, but how does that compare if we bundle the three together separately? Right. And uh, is it usually cheaper? Is that is that what I'm getting? I know it has other pieces or it just depends. So <clears throat> when you look at it, it's... Your monthly outlay is definitely less with an Advantage plan Mm -hmm. than going through a supplement. But when it comes to if you need care at a hospital or surgery or something like that, you're going to be more comprehensively covered under with a supplement than you would with an Advantage plan. You're going to have co-pays or co-insurance to output with with an Advantage plan. Again, may work out, but it's something that you need to understand what it is. If you ever talk to somebody and all they're telling you about is how great the plan is, no matter what it is, and never any realistic or I call them negative sides of the plan, then you might want to check with someone else before you make a decision because typically not everything is all positive. There are some negatives to everything too. Well, it reminds me of something I I talk when I'm doing workshops. I say, you know what? The advice you got on this or that component of retirement, let's not just go with what your brother brother-in-law, your neighbor, your coworker told you, because we could talk to five households and it might work for one of them perfectly. And just because that was their fit doesn't mean it fit for the other four. Right? That's a great point. Or, or in the health insurance or Medicare world, the one I love is, well, my cousin down in Florida told me about this plan. Well, <laughs> right. guess what? The plans in Florida are different than here in Georgia. Sure. So it's not even going to work the same. Even county to county, yeah, right? It, it can, can be, be even county to county. Absolutely. 
We're talking to Kevin Heath. Everything you want to know about health insurance, we're digging into Medicare. If you have questions, uh, don't don't use rules of thumb. Don't use advice that somebody else did, uh, came up with because it might not apply to you and your household. Give Kevin a call at MTD Benefits. What's that number and website, Kevin? Absolutely. Uh, we can be reached by our uh, office line, which is 678-928-3920. Again, that's 678-928-3920. And you can actually call us, text us, or fax us on that line. Um, and then we also can be emailed at info at mtdbenefits.com. And that's M like Mary, T like Tom, D like David, benefits.com. Or you can go to our website, which is also mtdbenefits.com. That's Kevin Heath with us, putting the fun back in health insurance. I just gave you a new slogan. How do you like that? <laughs> I'd love it. Okay. Uh, well, so if, as we kind of, uh, one of the things I did want to bring up and, and ask you about, I, I know a little bit back, a popular thing was when, when no one really understood uh, the Affordable Care Act and, and how it worked and how it was priced and how expensive it could be, uh, there, was, there was a big push for alternatives. Mm-hmm. Is that still something or has that kind of gone away? Or um, No, alternatives are still out there. Okay. In fact, um, we kind of call it, it's almost like the wild, wild west right now. Well, um, what, let's define alternative before we just go, because sure. I didn't do a good uh, job. So Affordable Care Act has, I think I mentioned it earlier, certain protections for people. Like it has to cover pre-existing conditions. It has to cover other benefits like mental health, maternity, different things like that. If you're not an Affordable Care Act qualified health plan, it's called, or QHP, qualified health plan, then you are considered an alternative. Some of those alternatives are short-term medical plans, fixed benefit plans, um, medical cost sharing, if you've ever heard of things like MediShare, which is a Christian-based one, different things like that are alternatives to basically Affordable Care Act health insurance. And are you seeing people still using those? Yes. Or is that kind of, okay, so that's still but something that comes into the conversation as a potential option. It's very important on the alternatives to make sure you know what you're getting. And why I say we're kind of dealing with the wild, wild west is you can, if you ever go online and happen to put your information in looking for health insurance, you're going to get bombarded with about 50 million calls all at once. And what happens is, is these call centers are selling what we a lot of times label as garbage plans. Um, and it's usually more a plan that's used to supplement another plan and they're selling it to you as health insurance, but it's not really going to help you if you have a catastrophic event, which is really what we want the health insurance for is those catastrophic events. So just another tools in the toolkit that may fit, may not, but we want to make sure we're checking all the boxes. Absolutely. And Kevin, one more time. So listen up. How do they get in touch with you? Absolutely. You can call our team at MTD Benefits at 678-928-3920. Email us at info at mtdbenefits.com or just go on our website, mtdbenefits.com, and fill out the information info request form. Last thing, and then we're out. So if you had one piece of advice for somebody um, running a business, or it could be life, raising girls, what would that one piece of advice be for success with life? I want to ask that of my business owners. Wow. You can't say be friends with Bo Henderson. <laughs> be friends with Bo. Um, really, just to be educated about what you're doing. And that doesn't matter what it is, whether it's health insurance, taxes. I don't care what it is. Just try to be educated about what you do. Take 100% responsibility because it's really up to you. I like that. 
That's what we got today. Bo Henderson, you've been, we've been here with Kevin Heath of MTD Benefits. You're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X, and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.